Hi, uh, welcome to Bangalore Bits. Hello, Subhu. Are we live already? Yes, we are. Uh, so, what is the we are going to talk about today? So, uh, today it's going to be about um, artificial intelligence okay. and um, Elon Musk's latest uh, investment venture uh-huh. um, called OpenAI. Okay. Uh, which uh, he, along with many others, have invested a significant amount of money, close to a billion dollar, uh, in setting up this. I don't know if it's called a <coughs> consortium or an organization. Uh, we, we looks like we are already into the show. Uh, yeah. Do, do you want to a little bit touch about... Uh, yeah, I think we should keep it at the end. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so, uh, so why don't we start with uh, what Elon Musk has mm-hmm. announced. Uh, so, so looking at their site, which is openai.com, mm-hmm. um, what they have declared is, is a non-profit artificial intelligence research company okay uh, and again the keywords here are non-profit uh-huh. and research okay and this is what he is saying this is this, they're not going to make any money out of this mm-hmm. it's mostly to um, give everyone access to a technologies okay so i think we all have read uh, elon musk's um, kind of concerns with where he is heading into and all this Right. paranoia about that so looks like he wants to uh, take that the control of AI mm-hmm. and give it to everyone rather okay. than being it with very few select companies right okay so what what's your uh, read about this because I think it's, it's very new right and there yeah. is uh-huh. not much in terms of um, their roadmap or their plans or they're, mm-hmm. they're not even saying what are they going to release and nothing like that right. so far right yeah. uh, okay so the whole thing is like extremely new to me uh, so I, I'm not into artificial intelligence or any of machine learning all these days so but slowly over last couple of years when you look at it uh, there are quite a bit of uh, uh, news or the technologies we keep hearing about is machine learning around machine learning probably so yeah is when i looked at it i was thinking that now how do we go about understand this broader term actually so ai is like kind of completely uh, very broad term so if we want to just go a little bit unpack this so uh, what are the various components get into this artificial intelligence kind of a thing so if we understand that and then how various companies are using those sub components which come under ai it'll be it'll give probably give us a little bit more understanding on the whole initiative what is his fears and uh what is trying to drive and stuff like that yeah so, i think uh, fundamentally the difference is uh, from a like a traditional analytics algorithm uh-huh. and what uh, an ai or i think there's another int- i mean sexy term called deep learning right all right yeah uh, i think google calls it as deep learning okay um, uh, I think it is the difference is uh, uh, an analytical algorithm is something you hand code okay. uh, based on the data and what outcome you want. Mm-hmm. You basically hand code that the whole algorithm or the code okay. to derive some results or to solve the problem. Right. But what A field essentially is you are defining basically the architecture. Okay. Um, and you are not really defining a code for a data you have today okay. Okay. in hand. Uh-huh. So the architecture is supposed to change itself, adopt itself, learn itself right. based on new 
data which is coming yeah based, yeah. based on a world model like human beings how they understand right yeah. and also i think the uh, the idea is to they can uh, keep fine tuning that right. that particular algorithm to uh, generate more um, out of the data actually okay so uh, what i was looking at is i made like little bit of notes around this so when i looked at the broader ai term uh, so there are core areas within that are kind of evolving in last couple of years one is reasoning knowledge representation automated planning and scheduling uh, machine learning natural language processing computer vision robotics and general intelligence mm-hmm. so these are the kind of a broader uh, sets which are evolving under ai paradigm as it is so each one of them also there is a quite a bit of amount of improvement happening very drastically uh, like you said uh, on the data set there is an analytical engine the algorithms which you can which you can basically uh, build on the empirical data so there is a good amount of development happening on that side and we also saw uh, or we have been already witnessing how ibm watson and other right. companies are using natural language processing so it is not only process natural language it also able to cognitively make relations understand okay. the relations yeah. and then respond back and stuff like that so when we are looking at each one of these sub parts within artificial intelligence each one of them are also moving ahead much faster and uh, especially on the machine learning side there's quite a bit of development is happening um so so there are quite a bit of the, when we if we want to start unpacking like machine learning it is very interesting the way uh, google is using that especially like uh, i'm just telling you this example so basically it is for us our listeners to relate how companies are like right yeah, y- I, utili- yeah. Y- utilizing these in their products and then how when you start building more modern products how these are going to be correct is right so uh, for the fundamental uh core ingredient for modern product building is data so when we the more data we have about any problem is that what we are going to efficiently build so the machine learning probably is built around that concept so uh so google has been using something called page ranking if you remember right. they have been doing that like so page ranking that is their original innovation yeah, yeah. so so the so the page ranking is something which is like basically set of algorithms developed by humans and then over the period of time that algorithms are automatically able to understand the data set which is created by the data collection processes right and then they are able to fine tune that and then automatically there is an unsupervised algorithm development which is happening so the you take a data set and then apply sort of algorithms on that and then make the make the machine learning part which basically can fine tune based on the data it can retune its algorithm right yeah and so they have released recently something called uh, brain rank or something if i'm not wrong okay it, it is either page okay um, just one minute. so what does that actually help i mean it, so it it's called a rank rank brain basically rank brain, okay. so, so it it basically helps you to refine the search results right yeah okay so one is the search result but only thing is that uh, you don't basically uh, you don't employ lot more human beings to fine tune the algorithm yeah. so you have collected a set of uh, data set and you have applied a set of algorithms on that and then the algorithm 
based on the unsupervised world model they learn and understand themselves so the last couple of years if we look at it some of these areas are going very rapidly so so within within the whole broader artificial intelligence we are seeing the independent areas also moving very aggressively right right so and uh, we are also looking at something like like you mentioned sometime back the spam filter right yeah yeah i think spam filter is a big example yeah actually. and the, and in terms of like segregating images between child pornography and yeah something which i think google and facebook does because does, they, yeah. they pretty much take out that kind of explicit content or actually bad content from right. from sites like youtube or yeah. or facebook for example if they Correct. post something right so so the machine learning has been for last couple of years it's been kind of fundamentally driving innovation for these companies and they are i mean if if for there is we are moving into some direction where it is not scalable at all to do without machine learning yeah okay so so i think the other other big example which uh, probably i would uh, highlight is uh-huh. uh, the speech recognition right um, yeah. like uh, apple siri or uh, yeah. uh, the google's speech and right uh, watson competing in uh, correct jeopardy and winning it yeah i think uh, speech is a big i mean good example because i think that is how that system is actually um, continuously learning from uh, the data set what it is getting right, right? so so when, when when actually you could see how siri has actually improved a lot over right. a period of time and that is uh, i think to a large extent maybe machine learning but maybe there is a lot of manual uh, tuning also has gone in okay. uh, but i think that the the collection of data which they are consistently doing and uh-huh. then how they are using that as sample to improve right. is essentially the whole field here yeah and uh, i also uh, this is just kind of uh, i was just thinking through this like so if we look at it like in past 5 years or something the more and more signals as a human beings we are generating but yeah. we are in a cross section where we are enabling lot of uh, intelligent sensor based hardware into our daily lives right so these sensors are also going to generate more signals so yeah, the right. the sensors are going to more generate more signals about the products we use the way we live and everything so we the, the more and more data set we create and then generate these algorithms can become much more smarter and they'll be able to understand us not only in terms of uh, uh, our social uh, which we are already doing so i think if we look at it it will be important the moving forward the more the data set as well as the algorithms which are going to be one which is going to drive it uh, so we already know facebook has quite a bit of data about us right and they are <clears throat> continue to collect it and google can go ahead and do much more beyond what it is already doing it because android is going to push that innovation along with their brill uh, their uh, iot systems yeah, yeah. the iot nest and other other things so uh, devices so we are going to give more signals to these correctly yeah. so and the data is going to be more and more and we will be able to make and these data sets are going to be interconnected yeah so that, that is actually the fear what uh, elon is talking about right, right? so uh, today if you look at autom- i mean already there are i mean you may call it as a program systems uh, for example 
Nest does this, right? So they are integrated <coughs> with uh, companies like uh, Mercedes, for example. Mm-hmm. So when car automatically nears your home, right. then it automatically switches on your uh, thermostat and then sets it to a ideal temperature, whatever you want your Correct. home to be. Yeah. So this is an automatization. Right. So imagine tomorrow if they are started to link many such things, right? right? Exactly. And then yeah. that is where your Terminator. Uh, <laughs> uh, kind no, of, I wouldn't uh, go. That, will come I wouldn't yeah, go that far. But I, th- what is interesting for me is that so the machine learning can basically just understand your models like how a child or somebody at your family will understand this guy has a set of working pattern, this guy has a set yeah, of hobbies. Yeah, yeah. So if the devices in your home can understand those models and then they can tune themselves and you're going to move properly ahead. So but I see the problem for me is that I cannot imagine or visualize myself to the level where this getting scarier uh, for me it is always that uh, it's going to be within the controllable thing yeah possible but yeah that is why uh, yeah it is it is both uh, extremes right you're mm-hmm. talking about so yeah. it could be applied for good thing like imagine if it's like falls into somebody like an evil person then they could yeah. or evil person or a company they could use it in a different way I mean they, I mean it could be like a minority report sort of <laughs> use case right. I mean you're talking about uh, two f- examples or movies is exaggerated but I think I see some of these have really amazing potential to yeah. um, but, but to really go there you need to have computer vision which is very right. uh, more improved and then the robotics part which is needs to be more improved and I don't see those two are really not moved into a scarier level where uh, it needs to be there but I so the my thing there why Elon Musk was doing I, I, I don't know it might be true I mean it might be it's just my guess basically that so when you do a self-driving car yeah so mm-hmm. how much of a data collection you can do around this so I mean, uh, driving a car. No, mean? I'm saying doing. A, if if you're rolling out a self-driving car. Okay. How much data the self-driving cars can feed into your system actually? I think it can feed a it, whole it can lot. Feed a whole yeah. lot, yeah. It can I think uh, it even will today, be a phenomenal pipe actually. Right. I'm. I don't know. I mean, we have not experienced Tesla yeah. here, but um, I'm pretty sure even Tesla itself is gathering a lot of data about right. it. Right. I mean, yeah. because they are actually, if they are pushing a firmware oh. uh, to optimize the battery efficiency of the car. Right. So then they would be knowing a lot of things about yeah. your driving pattern yeah. and everything, right? Yeah. Otherwise, they would not actually... I mean, there is no way where they can actually say, okay, we have, okay now we are pushing an algorithm, it's going to improve your battery life. Correct. So, so, which means they are fundamentally not changing any hardware yeah. um, capabilities or factors of the battery itself. They are basically fine-tuning the software. Software yeah. So, which, is, which means they are gathering a lot of data already. Yeah. So, I mean, technically all the high-end cars are robots, which can also transport human beings. So, the way I look at it is that because the computational power you have on those is like phenomenal. The amount of sensors and the hardware you have. And and once you make them self-driving and they can generate the amount of data pipe that you can get from those is like phenomenal. So, you you are going to gather data sets about human beings. You are going to gather data sets about transportation, weather localities yeah. the ranges they cross navigational systems so the pipe is going to be far far bigger actually. Right. and you need to have much more algorithms which can learn and then tween, tweak, tweak themselves so that you should be able to build services and products on top of this data more efficiently yeah I think um, 
if at all we have to believe in whatever they are saying that they want to put it in everyman's hand but i think all of them seems to have some some <laughs> level of interest right otherwise yeah. why would they invest billions of dollars in a, yeah so like no like charity so i'm, I'm not really going towards that to the scary skynet part of it i'm more looking at in terms of what is there for me in 3 to 5 years or mm. 10 years so the other one of the key component i see is that the one of the components or pillars of ai is the automated planning and scheduling so if i have the self driving car and then imagine if you can tweak a right algorithms which can do the automated planning and scheduling part of it and literally you know i work from 9 to 5 and you can have my car re- wait waiting outside in my office um without me booking also yeah and i also imagine the carpooling order we are seeing today right. which is a very forced phenomenon right. uh, which is which is really not working i think a self driving car can efficiently improve the carpooling mechanism itself right Absolutely. so I, i mean the same car could be used by between within your family members right. because they know your schedule uh, it knows where you are going to on a particular day then it yeah. can actually keep routing yes. the car and so. and if if you if you if you are not working then it could probably go about yeah. if you are not working then it when it, when it is not picking you or dropping you it could probably deliver an amazon uh, yeah. delivery yeah. to your house so right. i mean that is this the limitless possibilities i can imagine when i look at the self driving car range and uh, the other thing i also what what is interesting here is that i mean google and facebook is really the driver here on terms of data set i don't think any other company has that kind of data set rich data yeah rich data <clears throat> and uh, so how do we the independently either like tesla or some other company cannot build that kind of data set so can i go about building a relationship with multiple mm. vendors and get the data set back into my system so i'll be able to build much more algorithms i mean it it need not be a proprietary system it could be a open source See, th- so by that i'll be able to cut down right. cut down the uh, the your innovation cycle actually basically. innovation cycle as well see uh, the the i uh, the way i'm comparing this with the google's in searches that google has built a product where there is literally no other company is able to catch them in last 20 years right yeah so microsoft has drained billions of dollars on the drain for every year to make improve bing but they couldn't do it <laughs> and they finally building all the kind of signal strength in windows 10 to see whether <laughs> if they can really build that kind of search mechanism yeah maybe. so for me when i look at all that connect these dots i see for making a future business you also need something like where you cannot let your competitor build such kind of advantage where right. you it will become literally that nobody else can play on that field actually. and yeah. especially once google rolls out the the auto driving or self driving cars the pipe what google is going to be get i don't think anybody else is going to have that kind of data pipe actually. yeah i mean they, they will pretty much Um, own every aspect of your yeah, life. So, like, right? how they own the internet today? They can pretty much own the artificial intelligence side of it. I mean, they they own your entire life basically. Yeah. Right? So, so they know uh, they know what you're doing at home yeah. with all their routers and, yeah. and the Nest devices. Right. What do you do on a road? Yeah. Their cars. Yeah. And what do you do at work with your absolutely uh, Google search? Yeah. So you you are like going to pump in signals. Yeah. And your devices are going to pump in signals, and your IoT devices are going to pump in signals. So 
when uh, when when you are living in this kind of environment what does amazon and linkedin can do right yeah so yeah, everybody wants um, yeah so I mean, uh, there, uh, there are even though but i mean I, I, i'm not criticizing or anything i'm just thinking about in terms of what various right. players in terms of how do you basically cut down somebody's competitive advantage earlier Correct. on in cycle <laughs> than later on basically so i i mean if you imagine there is absolutely no single company in the world can compete with google in terms of search basically so yeah and i don't see anybody coming in in future also to compete them right and so i think the success there is their machine learning uh, which basically continuously improved and then the kind of products they are able to build and keep yeah. there yeah so so i mean uh going back to the uh, open ai okay story uh, yeah. there's also i mean this is this is pretty much what we have right today on open ai i mean what we know or what's announced yeah. um i think uh, it it'll be interesting to see what they come up with mm-hmm. um, and what sort of partnerships they're making there mm-hmm. um on a similar line uh, i don't know if you saw the story of uh, facebook uh, i mean open sourcing their infrastructure yeah hardware yeah right? so google is giving you an a set of uh, a, f- a tensor flow uh, the software framework basically so it, it's a it's an uh, it's it's an algorithm which basically fine tunes on the data set right right yeah and facebook is open sourcing hardware for for ai Yeah so the Google's one is basically a, a software library right. um for I think they are calling a numerical computation okay. uh, that's what they do but I think what uh, Facebook is doing is essentially um, I think it's code name Big Sur Big Sur uh, I think it is basically the infrastructure part of it right, it, it's a custom built hardware using uh-huh. uh, eight high performance GPUs okay. uh, or graphic processing units from nvidia okay. to handle complex tasks uh, okay basically to train neural networks basically things like uh, image recognition pattern recognition those kind of things where you need significant um, graphical capability to do that yeah and, and and the algorithms which can dream basically <laughs> yeah <laughs> so th- that is that is what these guys have done so I, I, these are two different things right. uh, but i think the the space is really is getting hot no it's more than hot i think it it'll become it's it's more of a key for uh, for anyone to sustain or build future productization that's true because the, the innovation in in your regular workflow based systems is kind of tapered already right, right? so yeah. i mean they hit the roof yeah exactly there's no more growth uh, yeah. opportunities right. in there right so Uh, not only that no so there are other, so it is like a chain reaction right so one mm-hmm. is that you are enabling lot of hardware with the sensor capability so you have to make make sure that they are very smart and there is also a sense of like infusion of computer science in biology which is happening right now mm-hmm. so when this kind of machine learning which is which can basically uh, improve right. research in biology which can cut down lot of cycles so so the, the, those are the kind of cycles which is going to go counter effect on this so once the once the sub components of this artificial intelligence start moving ahead and you're going to have see a chain reaction of it and then you don't want a single company to have basically a build yeah. a large uh, gap between the industry and themselves actually yeah i think you brought it uh, um, a nice point i think watson if you look at what ibm's uh, platform is yeah. Uh, they have very specific verticals they are focusing on um, 
using Watson's capability for right. those specific problems. So there is the one interesting thing I saw is a, a healthcare. Uh, yeah, Watson for oncology, yeah. uh, for example. So they are uh, basically analyzing your past data and all the other data which they gather across okay. different patients across different geographies. And, and they are able and, and to give you a much better informed treatment decisions and all that. Yeah. Right? So and and their I mean their core strength is natural language processing, right? So. Right, and also I think once they start gathering this kind of data, um, and I think we talked about research kit in the previous. Yeah. Uh, But do, do you see a strategy from IBM to collect these data sets? I mean, like um, obviously they they will, right? Because that is how the algorithms can improve. Um, But uh, what are the avenues for IBM to get into a data set? I mean, for Google, we know they can cat. I mean, they can catalog the. See, they, they are they are yeah. Google is a. more of consumer play yeah. but if you look at ipm is more of sort of a b2b sort of enterprise play okay. right so they are going and partnering with very key initiatives i think they are also behind uh, apple's research kit so okay. some of the back end applications what um, research kit enables is all running on watson we talked about it yeah. in the previous episode yeah. so which means all our phones if, if if your phone is giving lot of data to apple research kit it, it pretty much ends on right. ibms Uh, Watson Cloud. Yeah, but I don't know. It's still there is a there is the the collection involves quite a bit of longer right. route for IBM. So possibly, but I think uh, what what I feel they're interesting is they are very focused. Okay. Uh, they are not interested in large scale of data. Okay. Like what Google uh, they, is. They also bought Alchemy API. Right. Yeah. So they are specifically focusing on health verticals or yeah. verticals like that where they can make some difference by uh, by implying. Okay. these data and technology space but since you're working in lot of enterprise applications so do you also see uh, kind of these technologies impact enterprise applications i don't know i it enterprise no okay. <laughs> uh, but, but but i think uh, there if you look at like for example in iot space right yeah. there is lot of thing you can do Um, I don't know if you call enterprise, but um, yeah, the, uh, the IoT consumer is facing correct. So if you are gathering lot of data about your equipments okay. which you are selling, mm-hmm. and if you can start like say providing value-added services or intelligent services based on the data, okay, which could be uh, which could be like say fine-tuning the equipment for uh, optimum efficiency or uh, predicting some failures what the equipment could face okay. on the field. so you can be prepared for uh, very less downtime basically okay. or zero downtime so, so those are some the, take these techniques and apply them correct on the data sets which you have the, those are the real value added yeah. thing right so if i want an equipment and like say you want to know okay you have an air, i mean water purifier i know yeah. you are facing with issues right. with that if somebody can tell you okay your water purifier is going to face this issue mm-hmm. uh, based on lot of customer data and say this is going to fail and i'm going to change your equipment much ahead of it right yeah you'll be super experienced yeah, i mean absolutely. super thrilled with that sort of an experience right i mean you would be willing to pay even that extra money to to get that yeah and, and best part is you're going to process all this information without anybody seeding or supervising these algorithms yeah. so you're going to set seed this data to some algorithm which automatically understands the pattern of that with the world model and then it comes back and tells you so You, you are all not only basically uh, so you are only your minimum you will become you will invest very minimal on in terms of how do you continuously improve this and then right. where it automatically learns from it yeah, yeah so uh, we talked about few examples so i think uh, yeah you 
just for our listeners to yeah. if they are interested to get started somewhere right. um, i think uh, open ai is not going to give them anything apart from the announcement yeah so few, few key things they can start with obviously the tensor flow from google yeah uh, i think that whole uh, source code is available on github okay. which uh, google has released so you could go there and start trying some examples okay uh, the other great one is obviously uh, ibm watson and also the alchemy api oh. uh, we'll put the link in the podcast notes alchemyapi.com okay uh, and that's a good start for some natural language processing sort of uh, examples right mm-hmm. things like sentiment analysis correct yeah uh, so uh, i just want to ask you one question on sentiment analysis so uh, we keep bumping into this term actually so what is senti- what is sentiment analysis for you actually sentiment analysis to me is basically analyzing the english right uh-huh. uh, in, in let's say take for example i post something on twitter okay if i use very positive yeah. sounding words right. which means that whole message what i'm saying there is either it is very happy or it's positive okay or if i am so frustrated i actually tend to use certain words right, right? Um, uh, for example the day is not working on me it sucks things like that actually have a negative connotation right. so which means that is a negative message so imagine if you are a product owner if you put a product on uh, on, on consumer space yeah. and let's say you are monitoring all sort of feedbacks you are getting about the product on all yeah all possible platforms social network blogs yeah news articles Blog, reviews yeah. whatever it is yeah. if you can analyze all that okay and say okay what is the general perception about your product in the marketplace yeah uh, that is a great value add for any product manager right. that is That's exactly what sentiment analysis yeah, absolutely does absolutely true because i i don't know before i mean before probably about couple of years back none of the brands had that kind of access to the real right time. yeah so it was like phenomenal for a product or a product manager to know the kind of health as well as how well it is received among normal people actually. right so the guy who really uses day in and day out actually and so it is important to yeah so that so sentiment analysis is one of those great examples for because many times i think if you are using let's say uh, an app to control some iot device in right. your home yeah most of the times what the feedback you see ending up on an app store is not really about the app itself yeah it's, it's the frustration of that particular function actually functional i mean the problem with an iot device right. uh, which is what i think people would i mean put in as a issue with an app yeah. which is so not really an app it could issue. be the, the 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 rage or frustration Correct. what that moment he was trying to open a door and then he couldn't do it those sort of things i think greatly helps product managers to right. improve their um, into an experience Yep, uh, would they give for customers? So, uh, the uh, only one point which I, re- I mean, I, I, I was really surprised in terms of to see the OpenAI announcement was that uh, even the patents will be shared. Yeah, so which we we didn't cover although yeah. so so that was one of the key things which I've seen, which is like pretty new to me. Uh, I've not seen any other open right. source initiative which goes basically in that mode actually, which is extremely positive in if you ask me. It uh, is. It is. Uh, th- there is a lot of. announcements uh, in that uh, whole initiative um, it is we have to wait and see how right, it actually yeah. shapes how good yeah right absolutely so with that i think um, that's pretty much our very high level overview on artificial intelligence this is a very very deep topic yeah um, and um, i think we will see if we can do a very specific 
like say in another topic on a certain area in AI itself. Okay. So with that, I think I stopped you at the beginning of the podcast. You wanted to tell some <laughs> good news. I mean, so you're going to go share. ahead and do it. Yeah. So I think uh, uh, thanks to all our listeners. I mean, um, uh, Bangalore bits. We have uh, trying to do this for more than a year now, uh, close <laughs> to a year. We just did twelve uh, episodes. Yeah. Uh, I think pretty much an episode uh, a month okay. looks like that. uh but i think we were really really excited when we saw um, apple featuring us in um, I- india in their, in their india version of um, podcast, podcast directory podcast yeah. directory yeah. under new and noteworthy section and yeah. we were actually as last couple of days we have been juggling around in different positions right so today uh, i checked it we were uh, i think a place 20 or so 20 okay in the in that range uh-huh. i mean it would have changed by the time we were <laughs> speaking but that's an amazing news yep it was a real energy booster for us <laughs> yeah. so thanks to all the listeners i guess so i think we are much more serious now we're going to talk about more serious interesting trending topics yep. going forward actually yep. so so if you have some suggestion on the topics also let us know on our twitter or on our twitter handle or uh, website we also have there. a new uh, a brand new domain name Uh, which is uh, banglorebits. banglorebits. dot in, yep. uh, or it's banglorebits handle on Twitter. So these are revenues for you to share. It's it's at the rate banglorebits or banglorebits. dot in. So with that, I think that's pretty much our episode. So okay, all right. Thanks a lot. Have a good holiday. You too, uh, Subu. Yep. Excellent New Year. Yeah. Bye bye. Bye.